ever noticed how sometimes there is a myth, almost a legend, around horse riding that riders buy into and they believe that this is so true and yet anybody on the outside is saying, mm, not really. Well, today we're going to talk about the top four of those mindset myths. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help you have a greater plan in your riding and, well, as in the case of today, overcome any obstacles, blocks, mindset or otherwise to help you become the best version that you can be in the saddle. Why do we want to improve ourselves in the saddle? Well, first and foremost, things get boring when we're not working towards something, don't they? And uh, I really don't want that for you and your horse. I want you guys to be inspired and all the time thinking forward. The second reason, of course, is that, well, as you get better, you can have better conversations, a better relationship. And just, I think that also leads to the more enjoyment. And of course, the more enjoyable it is, the more time you will devote and dedicate to getting into the saddle. It will become a greater priority for you in your life. So if you are struggling with making horse riding a priority and if you're struggling with keeping things inspired and motivated, trust me, you're in the right spot. And today's episode is going to go a long way towards helping you with that. But before I dive in, I want to invite you to join me in a free webinar about the top five riding myths that are possibly holding you back in your riding and how you can overcome them. You can find out all about that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. And let's get back to today. And today we're also talking about myths but this time it is to do with your mindset and the top four that I have come up against when working with riders and their mindset. So first and foremost, the big one, the riders are either natural or they're not. I know, it amazes me how so many riders, and so they, they find pleasure in riding, they love it, and yet they play small and they continue to keep it playing small and I'm not sure if this myth is there because they just don't want to maybe stress or tax themselves in any way. I'm not quite sure, but they'll they'll say to me, yeah, but you know, I'm not, I'm not very natural in the saddle. So, you know, there's not much point in working on that. I'm thinking, well, I bet your horse isn't saying that. You know, yes, some people are more talented than others. But, you know, the thing about talent is very often the people who are talented are not the people who make it to the top. It's the people who maybe have to try a little bit harder, but they are more dedicated and more consistent in their trying, okay? So it's important to remember that even if you do not feel natural, and this could be because of maybe how you're put together, your confirmation, um, it could be because of the age you began riding, that that is all in your head, okay? You can start riding at any age and you can become better and better and better. The thing is you need to stop comparing yourself to other people. This is your thing, you and your horse. And I tell you now, if you are not working on improving yourself in the saddle, if your horse could speak, I can guarantee you, he'd probably have a couple of choice words for you there, okay? So that is absolute nonsense. Um, I just feel that riders, you know, All riders can definitely be a better and create a better version of themselves in the saddle daily. You can do this every single day. And regardless of how maybe yesterday did not go to plan and it wasn't the ride you want, 
that's fine. Yesterday's yesterday. Today is today. And the great thing about horses is they generally live in the present, which means your horse will be more than willing to start fresh with you today as you go out and do this. Okay, the second one is the feel takes years to learn myth. So I'll just console myself by riding off of my hands. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, another another one of those hogwash type of things that riders tell themselves and again I think it sometimes comes down to the fact that it almost gives riders a free pass to not bother or concern themselves so much with becoming a better version of themselves in the saddle okay feel it takes time let's be honest okay but I think that the greatest way of really and truly if you want to develop your feel, because I don't think it can be learned, okay? It's not something that you can sit down today and learn and then go do it. Feel is something that develops. It's it's, it's almost, it's a culmination of um, what you are doing and how you are being mindful about what you're doing in the saddle. That is what creates feel. And then in doing so, and first of all, becoming conscious about it, you then subconsciously can almost carry that out without having to think about it. But it takes that first step, which is you being very mindful. And I believe that even getting into the saddle today and starting to notice what your seat is doing in the saddle. So And you don't have to do anything fancy. Just notice that it's actually there, that there is a connection point between your bum, the saddle, and your horse's back, okay? Notice how, maybe how long or how how much of a, how much movement basically that you're you're allowing in your lower back as you ride. Notice if you're allowing space for your seat to move. Notice if your seat maybe shifts around. Notice if your seat is often a victim of momentum, and people notice this most, cantering around corners. <laughs> Have you ever cantered around a corner and you suddenly found yourself on the outside of the saddle and you're thinking, holy moly, how did I get here? This wasn't planned. Um, that's momentum. That's your seat kind of adhering to momentum. But by becoming mindful, you can actually counter that. Okay, So becoming mindful definitely is going to, first of all, Bring things back, bring your attention to your seat, and by bringing your attention to your seat, you can then today start improving your feel in the saddle. And once again, your horse will really thank you. He'll be like, that, that's good. That feels better. Thank you. Okay. So really and truly, you do not have to take years to learn to feel in the saddle. Okay. Okay, the third big mindset myth that holds so many riders back is that I need to have. X, Y, Z, in order to do this successfully. Now, this happens a lot with riders. I don't have an arena. I don't have a dressage saddle. I don't have boots. I don't have bandages. I don't have jodhpurs. I don't have a helmet. I don't have whatever. Okay, first and foremost, get yourself the helmet, hey? If you're you're going to make riding a priority, (laughs) your head is fairly important in the whole scheme of things, okay? So get yourself a helmet. And then secondly, um, you don't need to have anything fancy. You don't need to have anything special. You just can start where you are now. You know, groundwork requires nothing. It requires you and the horse. And if you have a head collar and knee rope, you're away in a hack. If you don't, well, you can very easily make yourself a little rope halter and go from there, okay? And as you then, um, I suppose, become more 
you see, there's, there's a transition, there's a shift that happens in writers' mindsets. As they begin to get results, basic results, simple results, they begin to prioritize horse riding and working with their horse more. And as you do that, it's amazing how the resources seem to just open up and flow to you when that happens, because now you are looking for them. You are looking for ways to make that a reality in your life. So it all starts off with getting over this whole thing that you don't have something, so you can't do anything, okay? If you have a horse to work with, well, you're way ahead of the curve than most people already, okay? If you don't have a horse to work with, there are so many different ways that you could make that a reality. And if you can't afford lessons, that's also okay. I can tell you now, if you go and just offer to clean a stable or two, people will be more than happy to let you maybe just groom horses. And grooming is groundwork. You're starting there. There's a foundation. You can build on it, okay? As your experiences and, and your, your experience as they kind of grow and as you become more knowledgeable in what you're doing, you will then find that these, again, resources will open up more and more for you, okay? So do not ever let yourself think that you need to have something in order to do something. You start where you are now. You start today, okay? You make a plan. You take a look, a good hard look around at what you have and what you can do with that. If you're stuck on that, you can shoot on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash community, join the Facebook group, get in there and post, and I will get in there and I will help you out with that one, okay? The fourth one that I want to chat about today is the I'll ruin my horse myth. Oh, this is a biggie. So very often people get analysis paralysis. They will, they, they get to the point where they think, okay, so I have to do this, 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 and this, Ooh, I'm not going to be able to do all that. And you know what? If I miss one step, that's it. My horse will be ruined forever. Now, our horses are very forgiving, gentle souls. Aren't we blessed that we get to work with such beautiful animals and creatures? Okay. Um, they generally live in the present. They don't seem to lend too much weight to the past which is fantastic and it's why they're, they're so pliable when it comes to working with them and training them and all that sort of good stuff okay but what you need to realize is that if you do nothing that is often even worse than doing something and maybe not doing it 100% right now I am obviously not going to tell you to go out and like you've never jumped before and you're going to set up a four-foot fence that's not what I'm talking about. Obviously, you have to apply common sense to this as well, okay? But there's very few instances or chances of where you'll actually ruin the horse, okay? And I often find that if things are going badly, simply get off. It's not the end of the world if you get off and you try again tomorrow. If you're finding that your mindset or your mood, your attitude is just not conducive to, to moving forward with your horse in that space and at that time get off, no harm done, okay? And the same applies for your horse. Some days they have off days as well. Let it go and just maybe go for a hack or on the trail or an outride or spend some time grooming or even sit in the corner of the paddock and observe. But I really and truly feel that so many riders allow this myth to hold them back. They they don't do anything. They're, they're, they've got this fear of moving forward that they're going to ruin their horse if they do it wrong. 
making mistakes is how we learn. It's how everybody learns. What's important is that you are mindful enough about the mistakes you're making and then you're taking that and you're taking that information and moving forward with it from there. So that all being said, this was a very kind of a preachy episode, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like I was maybe ruffled a couple of feathers and whatever but anyway these things need to be said and if you are allowing any of those four things so we spoke about the riders are either natural or they're not the field takes years to learn that i need to have xyz and that i'll ruin my horse if you're suffering and struggling with any of those i am giving you permission today to build a bridge and you know what cross it and burn it behind you and there you go you've done it okay now as i mentioned at the very beginning we are having a live webinar live training it's free it's coming up soon you can join over and kind of register over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar it is the top five riding myths holding you and your horse back in your training. I am so excited about it. Um, yeah, it's also, well, I'm going to identify them, but obviously then I'm going to tell you how to overcome them as well. You know, uh, we, we can't be just pointing them out. But um, yeah, giving you ideas on how, and exercises on how you can overcome that and just really start to move forward because the stories we tell ourselves folks that is so important to recognize them and really and truly evaluate them see if they're true or not and then um, overcome them and create new stories so once again you can join that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar okay i'm going to leave it at that for today have a great one keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye